0: 听众朋友们好 每集节目先用汉语播讲，然后用英语重播相同的内容。之前的好几集中文节目都谈到，随着制造业不断返回美国，就业，尤其技术领域的就业，早已出现了工作找人的局面。其中一些专业工作的招聘甚至不考虑大学本科文凭只要有两年制的大专文凭或专业证书个人或家庭大笔投资教育上大学拿文凭究竟值不值 Harsh Blackwell的副主持人Chuck Ambrose博士 Carney 尤其是高等教育的政治和文化因素 今天的第55集 我将为听众朋友们摘选出其中的主要部分和个人的一点理解 乔治成大学教育和劳力中心主任Anthony 共产主义及民主共和 族裔和年龄等因素而言，资本主义对人都是不公平的，而民主政治的核心是天赋人权，是追求个人的公平和社会正义。因此，资本主义的市场经济和民主国家的管理体制，这二者之间是自相矛盾的。且不说二十世纪早期劳资关系在西方工业国家的紧张对立，当今美国的民主、共和两党也都有各自的劳工基本盘，他们会划分为蓝领和白领阶层，也会划分为不同族裔，这些因素都会对教育产生影响。然而，随着时间的推移，科学技术不断更新迭代。使生产力得到发展和进步，从而不断把人从繁重的体力劳动中解放出来。教育尽管有着各种因素的影响，也仍然在不断进步，这对社会底层向上流动起到了很好的作用。从理性的角度，我们可以这样认为：是科学与教育的进步平衡了资本主义以及社会公平正义之间的矛盾，把有可能形成的阶层和族裔之间的尖锐对立，通过教育一方面转化到人的自我价值提升之中，增强了社会的流动性。另一方面让更多受过良好教育的人 虽说今天高中毕业就可以找到工作，但乔治城大学教育和劳力中心的统计数据显示，美国只有不到百分之二十的工作只要求高中毕业学历，要求两年制大专文凭和专业证书的工作接近百分之四十，高于百分之四十的工作要求大学本科及以上的文凭。20 40 40 而那些对学历要求不高的工作岗位 以及待遇是有明显区别的。学历要求越高的工作岗位，薪水和待遇都更好。由此可见，大学肯定值得上。不过，上大学或追求更高的学历，其时间消耗是另一个需要认真考虑的因素。据乔治城大学教育与劳力中心的统计。1970年代年轻人能够组建和负担中产家庭的平均年龄是25岁 而今却平均要到 事实上，教育是一个人不断提升自我的终生事业。选择自己喜欢的专业，最终获得高薪好待遇，应该是每个人的心愿。您说对吗？如果您属于年轻人的群体，祝您好运！听众朋友，今天就跟您聊这些吧。感谢您的关注与收听，我们下周四再聊。Hello, welcome to Adopting Chinese, I am Menlin. Adopting Chinese is very proudly to be part of America's leading educational podcast network, The Adop Experience. in Chinese talks in both Chinese and English to the audience about the latest happening in American education sharing the deep insights of educators and entrepreneurs in the United States and in the world, and bring you more. Each episode is broadcasted in Mandarin first, then English for the same content. Several previous episodes have mentioned that as manufacturing continues to return to the United States, employment especially in the technical field, has already had a labor shortage. Recruitment for some of these professional jobs does not even consider a bachelor's degree. As long as you have a two-year college diploma or a professional certificate or even a high school diploma, it will be okay. It is estimated that by the year of 2031, the development of the U.S. economy will generate a total of 171 million jobs. Thus, in recent years, a widely discussed topic in American society is whether it is worth it for individuals or families to invest in higher education, which is expensive. In the Arab main podcast episode 805, our host, Dr. Salustio and his co-host, Dr. Chuck Ambrose, who was from Hodge Blackwell, an extraordinary American law firm, jointly interviewed Dr. Anthony Carnevale. He is the research professor and the director of Education and Workforce Center of Georgetown University. The interview covered discussions about the value of higher education, the political and cultural factors that profoundly impact American education. It also discusses important impact of university transparency, public trust, and accountability to educational success. This informative and thought-provoking interview Last than one hour and six minutes. In today's episode 55, I can only select two parts for audience in which I have some personal understanding. Dr. Anthony Carnevale, the director of the Center for Education and Workforce at Georgetown University, told the audience that tracking back to history in 19th century in Europe there was a great debate. It was about the advantages and disadvantages of anarchy, monarchy, capitalism, communism, and democratic republican. When the debate spread to the US, after comparison, the capitalist market economy and the democratic republican state system were recognized by America and the West. However, since one of the core elements of capitalism is the protection of a private property, thus people believe that capitalism is unfair to people in all aspects. Yet, the core value of democracy is human rights and the pursuit of individuals' happiness and a social fairness and a justice. Therefore, there is a contradiction between the capitalist market economy and the democratic state system. Not to mention the tense confrontation between labor and capital relations in America and Western industrial countries in the early 20th century. Today, the two parties in the US, Democratic and Republican, also have their own labor basis they may be divided into blue and white colors as well as into different ethnic groups these factors all have an impact on education however with the passage of time science and technology have been constantly updating and replacing resulting in the advancement of productivity thus liberating people from heavy labor work. Although education is affected by various factors, it is also continually developed, which plays a good role in social mobility. In fact, it is the progress of science and technology, and also education, that balance the contradictions between capitalism and social fairness and justice. Through education, on the one hand, the possible sharp opposition between capitalism and social fairness and justice can be transformed into an improvement in individuals' value, which enhances social mobility. On the other hand, more well-educated people can better maintain the dynamic balance between protection of private property of capitalism and social fairness and justice. Therefore, from a macro view of national society, education has a very important value, especially for democratic countries. From a personal micro view, is it worthy to go to college? Although you can find a job with a high school diploma today, statistics from the Center on Educational Workforce at Georgetown University show that less than 20% of jobs in the U.S. only require a high school diploma. Nearly 40% of jobs require a two-year college diploma and or professional certificate. but More than 40% of jobs require a bachelor's degree or above. In addition, our host Dr. Soluccio once posted a chart from the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics on LinkedIn. It can be clearly seen that the salaries and benefits of positions with high school diplomas, two-year college degrees and or professional certificates as well as bachelor's and a master's and a doctoral degrees are obviously different. Jobs with higher education requirements have better salaries and benefits. From this, we can see that college is worth going to. However, the time consumption of attending college or pursuing higher education is another issue that needs serious consideration. According to statistics from the Georgetown University Center on Educational Workforce, in the 1970s, the average age at which young people could form and afford a middle-class family was 25 years old but now the average age is 32 years old so college is worth going to but getting a job through short training first and then going to college or should you first finish all your studies and then work this requires everyone to carefully consider it based on their own circumstances in fact Education is a lifelong process for a person to continuously improve him or herself. It should be everyone's wish to choose a major that he or she likes and eventually receive a high salary and a good benefit. If you are a young person and are thinking about college or finding a job, good luck. Dear friends, Let's end up here for today. Thank you for your following and listening. Next Thursday, we'll chat again.